Blessings, Faith Walkers. Thanks for tuning in to episode three. I am your host, Wilhelmina Lundy. Today's topic is what are you reaching for? We are discussing our works and falling off track. We're also taking it to find out what the Bible says about it. When you are in the kingdom business of ministry, there are rules to follow. And the line that you cross is very thin. One day you can be focused all for the Lord. And then the next day you will be worried about your book sales and gaining popularity to bring your ticket sales up. I'm sure you can imagine how this can take a toll on your spirit, man. Let's feast. Hey, it's Wilhelmina Lundy. Are you interested in joining me for the May 23rd conference in NYC? Catch me in Times Square for a Weiss Roll conference. I'll be joining four wonderful women as we help you push through the rough patches and see your marriage for the kingdom union that it is. Get your tickets today on Eventbrite. Go to a Weiss Roll in your search engine and get your tickets today. Welcome back. The topic we're talking about is what are you reaching for? This topic is very sensitive. It's the thing that Christians don't really like to talk about. Most of the reasons being, you'll have to admit to sinning. When we are conjugating and preaching and teaching amongst other Christians, most Christians like to paint an illusion of the perfect Christian, right? This wrong term will and can easily take you to a dark place of denial. Everyone will see you in a vulnerable position, which is unclean. I honestly don't think that we should have to worry about sin as much as we should be concerned about the acknowledgement of the sin. Proverbs 28, 13 says, He who conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will find compassion. The scripture reminds us that when we admit to our weakened moments and sinful actions, the Father has compassion for us. He forgives us and washes us of the of our sins. This process becomes kingdom reach. You are reaching to be righteous in the sight of God. Zechariah chapter 3 verses 3 through 6 tells us about a vision that Zechariah had about Joshua the high priest being brought before the Lord. The word says that he was in filthy garments. Let's remember Joshua was a high priest. And the word says he was in filthy garments. And Satan was there to accuse him. Do you do you believe that Satan is going to be there on judgment day to accuse you for all the things and say that you were but a sinner? But um So it says that, yes, Satan was there uh, uh, to accuse him. And the word goes on and says that the angel of the Lord rebuked Satan and and, and then told the angels to take off the filthy garments and dress him, Joshua, in new garments. 
So here, here it goes. Well, let me finish this. The angel of the Lord said to Joshua, I will cause your iniquities to pass from you. Let me just put a little side note on that. Here it goes. Do you believe that the Lord will rebuke Satan on your behalf? I do. I don't know. I know I'm not perfect. I know that that every day I'm learning and every day I must repent. And um, so with that said, I am grateful for God to repent, to rebuke Satan and say, let me go ahead, take off those filthy garments she has on and put her on something new. Right. Amen. So, um, this tells us that when we go to God, Satan gets rebuked and we are made clean and made new. The illusion of wanting to be perfect will be that one thing to hold you back from what God wants you to do or, or wants to do through you, right? So um, I'll be right back. You're going to hear real quick from the sponsor and then we'll jump right back into the, to it. It's Wilhelmina. Grab my 40-day devotional, Service and Glory, to begin building your foundation on faith. With my faith walking guide, building your foundation on faith takes you through the stages of becoming a righteous, faith-walking disciple of God. You're going to go through the stage of repentance. We're going to talk, you get scriptures and conversation on how important it is to repent. We go into prayer, worship, word study, and fellowship. Those are the five pillars of a walk as a believer, as a faith walker. Every day that we renew ourselves in these five pillars so that we can be great in our walk, so that we can move forward and God. Go to bit.ly forward slash W Lundy books and get your tools today. I'll leave the, uh, the link in the description. As I was preparing for this episode, I thought about my experience with the drive of purpose and the tormented cycle of spirit and flesh. I know for me, I would get lost in the numbers, how many supported or brought the books, make sure you post consistently and how many were following. I would get so hung up in those things that I stopped focusing on the mission. The mission became a monetary thing. When we go to the word of God, it took me to Proverbs 16 and 2. All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. So what had happened was I didn't feel like, okay, this is wrong. I had to be tapped on the shoulder. Listen, you won't know what what you're um, doing because you're in that drive bubble. But God gives you just enough rope. Then he says, hey, remember me? Yeah, you're saying all the right things, but a sin is a sin. You're capitalizing on things I did not tell you to do. This is when we have gone far from the plan that we have been shown. What we want and how we want to gain. 
And God is like, you're supposed to be moving slow. I didn't say write the book in the workbook. I said, write the book only. You done went out there and got yourself a book, a workbook, podcast, YouTube channel, and a conference every month. Don't get me wrong. It's only natural to want to do well financially and whatever you're putting your time in. And the word also tells us that God is going to bless the works of our hands and, and our kneading trough, right? So I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but when it takes things, it would t- when these things take you away from your, um, from your job as a disciple, then you're going to have to step back. Then repent for the gluttony, for biting off something before you chew and swallow what was already in your mouth. When we are focused on the gain that has nothing to do with our discipleship, but everything to do with personal gain by ways of sharing God's word, this makes our ways unclean. The scripture says that no matter what you say in your live broadcast or in your books, no matter what you say, you can't hide your true intent from God. He knows your heart. When we get greedy to that, um, when we get to that greedy moment and God sees that because he becomes uh, crowded with stuff. One of the reasons Jesus had room to be compassionate was because he didn't overdo his purpose. He was he made time to pray alone and he ministered. So Jesus didn't uh, he didn't sell pieces of garments and uh, Jesus didn't have Jesus sandals and writing tablets. He just taught and spoke to the people. Now, yes, we're living in a different time, but we must be sure that we are not turning the church into the marketplace. I mean you when I say church. When I first dropped Service and Glory, I didn't make time to swallow my work. I jumped out there thinking I had to get out, out there. And I remember walking to the bus stop and the Lord told me that I had planted the seed. He didn't tell me that uh, here's your harvest. I worked that book like it was my harvest. And when I didn't gain the revenue that I wanted, I became obsessed. And then I dropped my second book. What had been for pleasure was now becoming a pressure. The pressure wasn't to be pleasing to God. It was to be pleasing to myself and my expectations. You see, when the sin gets in there, it doesn't feel good. I remember I used to pray, Lord, bring me increase so that I can do your work full time. Now that's a good, but if you haven't asked God to increase your wisdom or dwell in you while you learn more of him, where does that take you? My desire was to be a full time successful author. I was expecting it to happen with my first book at that. I was asking God to bring me increase instead of asking for knowledge and wisdom to lead and teach his people to walk righteously. Now, the information in the book was and is righteous, but my intent after 
wasn't. That meant it was time to repent. What are you reaching for is the question. Back in 2018, I was reaching for a financial come up through the works of my hands. Now that I have uh, taken a step back, it's more of God. It's for healing of God's people. I encourage you all to ask yourselves on a regular basis, what am I reaching for? Make sure the answer lines up with the Holy Spirit. That's all I have for today. Join in Tuesday. The topic is, can I get a witness? And this day, the laborers are few. We have people sitting in church listening to the same sermon, but they still can't get a clue. We're going to see what Jesus says about going out and witnessing. And then we will weigh in on that. It's important for us not only to listen to the word of God and read the word of God, but um, we have to remember when Jesus sent out the disciples. You are a disciple. Once you become a believer in Christ, you start to follow him and his disciples follow him. And when they're following him, they go out and someone else follows and they go out and teach and heal and work in the power and authority of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. Listen, God bless you. If you are um, a person and you want to build a relationship with Jesus, uh, go to Romans 9 um, and uh, 10 and 9 and uh, say it and believe it with a heart that Jesus is Lord and he died on the cross for your sins. And on the third day, he was raised in power. Believe it with your heart and say it with your mouth. And start to build a relationship with Lord. Listen, God bless you. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome Monday. I'll be sure to put the scriptures in the description. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.